As we fall more in love with ourselves and our experience, our intuition grows louder. Our self-trust deepens and we find ourselves naturally pursuing the desires of our hearts. As our hearts open, we become the powerful creators we are designed to enjoy life as. Welcome to the Circle of Love podcast. I'm Kathy Zodiaco, an empowerment coach, and this is the catalyst for your creative desires. I believe our purpose is to discover who we truly are and to share our uniqueness with one another. Our role is to create delight for ourselves and then to contribute it to the world. Our expansion expands others. Our delight inspires others. Our love for ourselves resonates out into the world around us. The greatest expression of love is creating and sharing, and I am finding there is no better feeling than creative expansion. We are natural-born creators. We thrive when we are creating. We come alive when we are creating. I've found some of us need a little support to trust in our creative desires. I know I did. Before we bring our desires to life, we first must be free to pursue them. We must trust in them and in ourselves. This takes deep self-love. I've followed a sequence out of doubt and into self-trust. As we move into this season two of the Circle of Love podcast, we are expanding on this sequence. To that end, if you are ready to shed what no longer serves you and dance into desire, I've got something for you. The Circle of Creators is a four-week mastermind. Liberation into creation. It is currently on special pre-sale pricing. If you would like your own creative transformation, this is the place to be. All the details can be found in my link tree. Now, let's get into today's episode. Take a listen, and then, if it feels aligned, come on over and share your reflections with us in the Circle of Love Facebook group. Thank you for being here. Let's get settled. Mm, Of course, you know me. Let's take our three breaths. Just take a nice deep inhale through your nose. Fill your lungs, fill your diaphragm. And then I invite you to exhale out from your mouth. Let's do that two more times. Big inhale through your nose. Delicious exhale. (sighs) For the exhale. And one last one. Well, greetings and welcome, everyone. It's lovely to have you here. Thank you for joining me. You are in the kindness of the design conversation. 
Yeah. And I really don't know because I'm not going to be able to see your comments. So I'm not sure. I might flip back and forth. We'll see. Or I might just come back to Facebook in a minute and check. I didn't anticipate this, the, the not seeing the comments thing. So it's throwing me a little bit. Mm, our intentions. I have an intention for our time together. And I have found, I've been living my life setting intentions each day. And I have, I feel as though my own transformation has been accelerated as a result. So I invite you to set an intention for our time together here. What would you like to receive? What would you like to give? What would you your biggest wish for the next 30 minutes or so. And I intend to invite people, to welcome people into this inside out paradigm. I intend to be an example of the kindness of the design. We are creators. And I have lived my life reacting to what has shown up in my life. I didn't realize I was a creator. I didn't know where my permission slip was. And now that I know how kind this design is, I am retraining myself to align with it. Instead of a life built on fear, my life is now being built on love, on love for myself, which then pours out of me and just saturates the world around me. Love for you, love for my experience, love for everyone in my experience. This is the inside out paradigm. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And so it's taking a little bit of training, a little reconditioning, a little reprogramming, whatever the words are that you would like to use, to really step into this, this lifestyle in, in, to make it work, right? I've, I see the vehicle, I've gotten into it, but where's the fuel? Where's, where's the gas? How do, where's the key? How do we make it go? I get, I get it, I get it, okay? How do we make it go? And this is what we're up to. These are the conversations I desire to have because this is what I have been creating and leading myself into. I've been walking out of this old paradigm where I'm just reacting to what comes to me and, and instead really focusing on what it is that I would like to see created for myself, for my life, for my future. This is what we're doing. And in order to do that, it wasn't as though I could just snap my fingers and listen to Abraham Hicks and go, oh, 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 you mean I'm supposed to feel good? I'm supposed to do the things that feel good? Great. I'm going to go have a, I'm going to drive to San Francisco and have a hot fudge Sunday at Ghirardelli. And then I'm going to go on a shopping spree, but I don't have any money. Okay, wait, I have to figure this out. I didn't know how, what do you mean I'm supposed to feel good? Yeah, that sounds great. And it aligned with my own belief system. I was born believing this is my life. I get to do what I want with it. But then I learned that my parents, my teachers, my pastor, they all had different ideas for me in my life. They all had different ideas about what would make 
a happy life, a successful life. And there's no doubt that every single person who programmed me, who gave me the thoughts that I live by, they all had my best interests at heart. There is no doubt in my mind that that is true. Not one of them tried to mess things up or mess me up. Not one of them. But what ended up happening is I began to detrust, detrust, to distrust my own ideas because they were always wrong. I want to go run and play in traffic. Wrong. Nope. Bad idea. Right? Do you see? It wasn't though that my ideas were bad or wrong. It's I could get hurt and harmed and someone was protecting me. Or if I wanted to go build mud pies, but that's not allowed, my ideas began to get curtailed. And then I started to live my life behind the bars of a prison cell. I need to have a job. I need to make a lot of money. I need to have this type of car without ever really checking in and saying, what if I didn't want those things? What then? I just get the education, get the husband, get the kid, get the, get the, get the, get the job, get the promotion, get the, get the, get the, get the, get the. And I just was so full, like all of this stuff. And I wasn't happy. Where's the joy? Where's the, woo, the va va boom? Where's me doing the things? Like, okay, I can afford my dry cleaning and I can afford my car payment and I can, afford the shoes I need to wear to get to this job, but where's my life? And that is what I have decided to do. I have decided to create a life I am madly in love with, a life and experiences I am passionate about. And 18 months ago, I had no idea how. I had studied and learned so much master's degree in psychology, life coach trained, all of the things, all I do in my spare time is study this stuff. The spirituality, I went, you know, 18 years in the Roman Catholic Church, I've got a significant background and none of it was really affecting the change that I wanted in my life. I was still going to a job I hated, still driving to pick up the dry cleaning that I resented, still having to afford the car when I wanted a bike. All of these things, they just weren't aligned with the truth of who I am, my own true nature. It was all covered up underneath all of these shoulds, ought to, must, and I think I need. But now I have given myself permission to not need any of that. And let me tell you, it's not super easy, but there is a sequence to liberating ourselves into this lifestyle. I am walking it right now. I'm leading the way. Are you coming with me? Because look, look, it's, I may not be talking to you from my seaside villa in Italy yet, but I'm way happier than I was 18 months ago. I'm, I'm almost, my pain is now managed. I am no longer spending three hours on the floor, unable to care for myself all because I have decided that it, it gets to be up to me. This life that I am living, I am choosing a life of love, no longer of fear, no longer of hate. I am no longer going to be scared of my experience.
There is such kindness in the design. Let's talk about it. Ooh, and I want to check to see if anyone has said hello on Facebook. Not yet. Okay, no. I'll check in again in a minute. Oops, wrong way. Not a sponsor yet, but um, what do you mean there's kindness in the design? I keep getting kicked in the teeth. What do you mean there's kindness in the design? Downsized, chronic pain, divorce. What do you mean? Mm. Well, what I mean is I'm the one who wasn't aligned with the kindness of the design. I was watching YouTube last night and I came across a little, a mini documentary on the mole people of New York City. The interviewer, the man doing the filming, and I don't know their names. So the man doing the filming met a mole person, a person who lives in the sewers under underneath the abandoned train tracks, the trains, where the trains ran. So there's sewers underneath there. And there's a, a manhole. So he walks, there's daylight. He walks down, you can still see daylight. And he walks to his manhole cover and he, he gets to open it. And it's a big, it's got a big welcome sign on it. Isn't that sweet? And he lives in an old abandoned sewer I didn't know that they were little containers. I didn't, I thought they were pipes that, but there's a, they're little pods. And in this pod, he's got a couple of mini refrigerators. He's got his little stovetop set up. He's got a bed and he has a little office space where he's got computer. He's got, he's run electricity. He gets his water from a water source and hauls it to his little location, to his location. And it was just, it was heartwarming. And the documenter, the man doing the document, documenting, he was as amazed as I was that this man has his own little home. And yeah, it's an old sewer and it's hot and it's cold and it's hot, <laughs> but he's got his space. And the man asked him, he said, how long have you been living here? Two years. What do you do for food? And, and the mole person, he said, God provides. And the look on the interviewer's face must have been the look that I'm giving you right now. Like, And the, the mole, I don't want to call him that, but the other man, he said, the homeless man, do I say that too? He, he responded with, God provides. And then he could see the look and he said, well, the grocery stores throw food out every day. I have more than I need. Anybody else have a fear of not being able to eat? Anybody else have a program in their, their mind that says, ah, you're going to be homeless. How are you going to eat? If you do this, you won't have X, Y, Z. The universe provides. We are taken care of.
And now that man, you could, he was talking about the life he used to live. He's, he immigrated to the States from Cuba and he had a job and he had a life and you could see the pain when he talked about what he used to have. He misses that life. But he is entirely taken care of. He is entirely, he's living an entire life right now. And, and it is only what we think we should have that really upsets us when we have everything we need. So what I'm finding is that the only real problem I am up against is the belief that things should be different than the way that they currently are. When I find a way to accept without resistance exactly what is showing up in my life, I give it space to change. I give it space to expand and evolve. The only problem I ever really have is I think things should be different. Everything that is happening in our lives is inviting us into more love. It's inviting us to see any problem we receive. We're only labeling it a problem from our mind. It's not a problem. There are no problems. That problem that is coming into our life is an invitation into more love. It's inviting us to see we are misaligned with our own integrity. Now, what do I mean by integrity? I mean, and these are my words, I mean that, they, that this being, this being that you're looking at right here, she's designed for something. She's designed for something. I don't yet know what that is. And the, the joy of life is discovering it. The joy of life is discovering like, who am I? And I discover it by following my desires. But if I'm not free enough to follow my desires, then I sit in misery. I sit stuck repeating the same patterns over and over again. Those patterns show up to invite me to see the truth of who I am. They're inviting me into integrity. But if I resist and I label them a problem and I want to fix them and change them and make them go away as quickly as possible, I am not evolving. I am not expanding. And this problem has shown up to expand me, to evolve me, to align me more with my own integrity. What do you think about that? What if, do you have a problem in your life right now? Do you? Is there something you'd like to be different or change? What if that was not a problem? What if that is exactly and precisely what you need right now in order to evolve? And if in that evolution, you shift 
because that's what happens when we evolve. We shift internally and then we start to receive new ideas and inspiration. What if this problem is here to be immovable and you are the one that moves around it? And as you see yourself differently, you see yourself differently and you begin to take action from this new perspective. And this new perspective is more aligned with who you really are, which means that the experiences that are coming to you fit you better. And if the experiences that you and I are having fit us better, don't they delight us even more than experiences that don't? <laughs> it would make sense, right? Right? This is the kindness of the design. This is how it works. When I receive that, that horrible, the worst, second, third to worst, fourth to worst news I could possibly receive, my job is eliminated. What, what if that's a gift? What if it's only my mind screaming, I should have a job. I need a job. I ought to have a job. But what if the truth is no? Kathy, you're an entrepreneur. You need to have a coaching business, not a job. And it's way more aligned with who I am. So I have a little story, another example. I have so many. Stella, my little bean, my little dog. She's not so little. She's 70 pounds. But anyway, so I have this beautiful dog. And now for me, I've had a dog. I had a Weimariner in the past. Her name was Zoe. She was an amazing creature. She was an athlete. She was, she was yoked. She had all these muscles. All she wanted to do was exercise with me. We were so bonded. I could just give her a look and she would instantly know what to do. She could give me a look and I could instantly know what was up. It was a beautiful relationship. And when she passed, it took me about 18 months to get a new dog. And I did. I got a new dog and I got a new Weimariner, the same exact kind. I mean, it went so well the first time. Why wouldn't I? So Stella is now in my life. And Stella is amazing. She's beautiful. She's six years old. And she is completely different than Zoe, as you would expect. And we have none of the same, well, we do now, she's six years old, but when, when she first arrived, we have none of the same vibes. We, I could not, she had no idea what I wanted. And now I am a passionate woman. I emote. I like to release and express my emotions. I do not stuff them down. I am not a quiet lady. Well, you know, I am, but so I would express these big, 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 big emotions and my poor dog would be traumatized. She would be affected by my big expressions. Like, hey, I'm upset. I'm mad. I'm allowed to be mad. But I would observe in her that it wasn't going so great for her. It, she was very affected and, and negatively affected. And I thought, well, heck, this is a problem. This is a huge problem. I am not going to change. Like I get to express what comes through me and 
ah, how am I going to get her to be different so that I can be the way I need to be? Mm -hmm. It looked like a problem. I'm not kidding. I mean, every time that I would raise my voice, which is probably 30 times a day, the poor dog would cower. And it's like, this, this is not going to work for us. It's not going to work for us. And I don't know what to do. She is such a gift because every time she had that reaction, I would react to her reaction. And I began to be less upset. Because let's be honest, I can dance and the dog gets very happy. She has a different reaction than when I'm just upset. And so I, her reaction made me react. And so there's this big reaction going on, right? I'm reacting to life events. She's reacting to me and I'm reacting to her. So it's this big cycle. As I have been integrating what I'm learning, and that's the work, I have realized that, yes, expressing emotion is very healthy for me, but ruminating and perpetuating the upset and allowing myself to remain worked up, that's not. That actually doesn't do anything good for me. It actually changes my vibration in my body, my frequency, and it also has a negative effect on my loved one. What to do? And now I'm doing the work. And for each of us, the work will be similar, but it will be different. It will have different nuances. It will have different flavors. It'll have different depths and it'll go in different directions. For me, one of the biggest things that I have been working with myself on is that upset, is that locomotive that gets going in my mind, that, that compounds these negative emotions, that tells me fear, doom, gloom, hatred, things aren't working out for you, you can't have what you want, that actually was very unhealthy. And as that has been eliminated, I can see in my relationship with Stella that, that we've both adjusted. I've stopped going off the deep end, so to speak, and, and perpetuating that upset and that ugly, negative, low vibration frequency. And she has accepted and realized that every upset, it lasts for a short period of time. It's not in her direction. And we're safe. It's been this beautiful interaction that I so appreciate. And I thought in the beginning that it was a problem. It wasn't. It was an experience inviting me into more love. And every experience that we have is inviting us into more love, into more integrity, if only we are calm and feeling safe. We feel it. We see it. And the, this is what I am up to. The, this is the work I do in my group coaching and in my private coaching and in my masterminds. 
what's the difference? Well, private coaching is, do you want to take a private walk? Do you want to have one-on-one support as you liberate yourself out of this, what I call the mental construct and into a life of your desire? Do you have personal situations you'd like to discuss that you would like to really have a personal guide into this new paradigm? The group coaching, and I have a group container coming up. I'm calling it the circle of creatives. And these are the conversations we're going to have in a group. We're going to take a look at spiritual laws. We're going to take a look at epigenetics. We're going to just at the law of attraction at all of the things. We're going to apply them to our own lives. We're going to integrate them into our lives. Just like I told you about with Stella with recognizing that this is my reaction, her reaction is a whole big reaction thing going on here, just observing, taking it into your own life and then going, I just created a whole different experience for myself. I spent no money to do it. I didn't have to create a whole bunch of things, but I created more love by making an internal shift. By seeing something differently, I created a different, more loving more joyous experience for myself. That's what we're doing in the circle of creatives. It's going to be a four-week group. It's actually a four-week mastermind where we will have four Zoom calls, one each week. They'll include conversation like this and then application in your own personal life. I'm looking so forward to it. Let's start something. Let's remove the obstacles, barricades, stockness, repeating patterns that keep us immobile, that keep us living the exact same experience just on a different day. I've grown weary of that, haven't you? Isn't it time for us to bring our dreams to life? Isn't it time for us to at least go for them? Because maybe if they don't work out, we'll end up with a second tier dream and maybe that will make us even happier than what we thought we wanted. Why don't we go for what we want? We know the path. We have the sequence. I'm holding the sequence to liberating ourselves and to going for our desires in my hot little hands. Who's coming with me? I so appreciate you being a part of my world. And I wonder what's going on for you. I wonder if you have anything you want to share. I would love to hear. Like I said, I am going to be paying attention to this group, to this live, and will be replying to any comments, any questions, any shares that you make here. I have a third talk prepared for us, I believe. I'm feeling into it. I'm feeling maybe Sunday. It would be great to see you. Thank you for being here. Hugs and kisses to everyone. Take such good care of your beautiful human self. And really, I invite you to consider anything, anything today that you don't like. You're you're going to the store and you have to park far away. Does it feel like a problem? Look at it. 
look at it and say, what if this is actually a gift? What if somehow me parking over here is contributing to my dream life? To I, I am aligned with parking back here. Now, could that be? Something as simple as that. Let's play. Let's play with these lives. It's so fun. Okay, take such good care and I'll see you soon. It was great having you here for today's episode and it'd be great to hear your reflections. Come on over to the Circle of Love Facebook group and share them with us if it feels aligned. I lead weekly conversations, monthly masterclasses, and occasional meditations in the group. And the Circle of Creators Masterclass is currently on pre-sale. Visit my link tree for the details. Until our next connection, May you be well, be happy, be love, be on your own side, and be creative. Bye for now.